Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Today, deadlines, finish lines, goalposts are all things hindering and not helping you. You're overwhelmed. You aren't wrong about the pressure. Your boss, your aunt, the bus driver, the woman at the ticket kiosk, everyone would like you to go a bit quicker. But you can't paint the second coat first. You just can't. I heard this the other day. I think it was on my meditation app or my CoStar app. I read it, I heard it, and I was like, wow. This is this is America. This is, this is the human experience, trying to paint the second coat first. And I thought about it, and I was like, how does this apply to my life? And I thought when I paint my nails, girls, you may be able to relate to this, I'm in such a hurry to get to the second coat to be done with it that I don't let the first coat completely dry. And then I'll, you know, inevitably I get two coats on there. I got to put the top coat on and boom, about my way. And then I look at my nails and they look like shit because I didn't give the first coat time to dry. So there's a bunch of bubbles and stuff underneath the coats of nails. And if I can be honest with you guys, they're the coats of paint. If I can be honest with you guys, I never understood why. I was like, I'm really good at painting my nails. Why all of a sudden are there bubbles underneath my, you know, underneath the polish? What I didn't realize is I've been painting my nails since I was like nine. I'm now 32 years old, 33, if you're listening to this. Well, no, by the time you're listening to this, I'm 33. But I realized I used to take my time and enjoy painting my nails a lot more. I wasn't in a rush to get to the next thing. And this can go for so many areas of your life, not just painting your nails. So if you're a guy listening to this, you're like, this does not relate to me. It does. It's trying to get to the end of something. It's trying to get to the goal. It's trying to rush the journey, the process of whatever it is. Maybe it's starting your business. Maybe it's the new relationship. Maybe it's just getting into a workout routine. But you can't paint the second coat first. And I'd like to add to that and say you can't paint the second coat too quickly. Things take time. And we wish our lives away trying to get to where we think we need to go when really all we have is right now. Raise your hand right now. I cannot see you, but just raise your hand if you've lost somebody in a moment's notice. You had no idea. They had no idea. And all of a sudden, it was their time to go. Why do you think you're any different? Why do you think that you're going to get to where you're going when really all you have is right now? I'm not a negative person at all. I'm weirdly positive if you know me. Not weirdly. I love the level of my positivity. It can turn into a little bit of being naive sometimes, I would say, but for the most part, I'm a very happy person, very grateful, very live in the moment, right? It's because I spent the better half of my 20s controlling things, or should I say trying to control things. I was in a very 
you know, rigid job, eight to five. I was a competitive bodybuilder. I did so many things that required these, the level of commitment. I'm a committed person, but like it was an obsessive, obsessive like thing that I had within me that never allowed my cortisol levels to go down. My waking cortisol levels were like 19. That's so high, you guys. Your body responds to how you treat it and how you handle things in your life. And if you're constantly trying to get to where you think you should be going, you're never going to get there because you've missed the first step. And that's the day-by-day process, the compounding effects of doing what you can today to be better tomorrow. So from a real-life point of view, it's patience, right? It means rather than rushing and stressing out about things we can't change, use that time to enjoy your life. Right now, there's at least five things that I wish I knew. At least five. Think about things right now you wish you knew. Maybe it's the status of your relationship. Maybe it's if you're going to get pregnant. Maybe it's if you're going to get the job in New York City. I don't know what it is. But think about it, let it go, and come back to right now. Because patience, I love this, patience is not the ability to wait. It's how you act while you're waiting. Let me say that again, you need to hear this. Patience is not the ability to wait, but how you act while you're waiting. You know those people in line at the DMV? You know those people. Maybe you are that person. Literally, eyes rolling in the back of your head, arms crossed, pissed off, because I am here to tell you, DMV does suck. It's it's almost as bad as USBS, or maybe they're one and the same. But I found showing up like that, acting like a complete jerk, being rude to people because you waited, doesn't get, get you to where you're going any quicker. So how do you act while you're waiting? We numb. A lot of us numb. We do mindless things like scroll. Because being still and alone with our thoughts and just being actually patient and present at the same time feels impossible. I get it. I get it. I was thinking yesterday when I had a really, really bad headache, I get hormonal headaches like at least once a month, and I go and get cryotherapy. I do whole body cryo, three minutes at negative 240 degrees. I feel like a million dollars when I leave. Every time. It's like, it's the end all be all for my headaches. That and peppermint oil. I've had no need to take any ibuprofen, Tylenol, nothing to mess up my gut. I just know what works. And my hormonal headaches start and stay behind my eyes typically. And then I get a little bit of blurry vision and sometimes it turns into a migraine. But after I got cryotherapy done, I got to thinking, I was like, that's immediate gratification for me. And I'm not one to seek that out anymore as I've gotten older, as I've learned more about being patient and not rushing things, right? Because things do come in good time. Things that are supposed to be for you will happen for you. And I thought, I really love cryotherapy. And I think that was the jolt inside of me that's like, oh, because you went, you did something and you got a result, right? Often we don't stick to workout plans or nutrition plans because, well, the waiting sucks, But the waiting is when the magic happens and how you act while you wait has a lot to do with everything. If you think you're going to get those results, losing 20 pounds or whatever the case may be by looking in the mirror every day and saying how fat and ugly you are, honey, 
you are wrong. Take a step back. Your brain doesn't know what has or hasn't happened yet. So if you say that you're fat and ugly while you're busting your ass doing cardio weights four times a day, because some of us go a little bit berserk when it comes to stuff like that, we don't know what else to do, we feel helpless, you're sending your body and your mind mixed signals. You will not get those results, I can guarantee you. And if you do, because there is a chance that you will, they're not going to stay. Because you are not convinced that you are deserving of this beautiful body. You are deserving of a change. You are uh, deserving of this waiting period. Because we're trying to paint the second coat first. So how do you act when you have to wait? Because a lot can look real good from anywhere if you love the getting there. That's a country song. And I love it. A lot can look real good from just about anywhere if you love the getting there. And you're like, Shauna, but I'm sick and my family's sick and so much is going wrong in my life. And I just got robbed and I I went bankrupt and my business went under and, and my boyfriend was cheating on me and my husband left me and my wife is, you know, taking our kids. I'm here for you. I hear you. You are not alone. I promise you there is a reason you are going through this. Love the process of getting to where you're going. But also know that you think you know where you're going and I'm here to tell you, you have no idea. So make the plans, set the goals. Be mindful of how you act while you're waiting. And remember, being overwhelmed and having people around you trying to hurry you along to go a little bit quicker does nothing for you. So take a step back and slow down. Often, we are around people who are just balls to the wall because that's 90% of the human population. And I'm not saying you need to go be a monk and live in a cave or go away to, you know, India for six months to find stillness. But adding a couple minutes in each day, whether that be meditation, a walk in nature without any electronics, a bath, something. Those couple minutes will transform other areas of your life. You'll have more patience for your kids, for your coworkers, for your significant other. You will hear. You will not feel like you need to talk, but you will genuinely hear what people are saying to you. Because I'm here to tell you, some, most of the best things in your life are not going to happen on your schedule. I love me a good calendar. Give me a color-coded calendar all freaking day. Love it. Different color highlighters, whether it be electronic calendar, handwritten calendar, whatever. And there's some kind of gratification of like checking off your to-do list, right? But in checking off your to-do list, you're not leaving space for other opportunities. I've packed my schedule tight before. It doesn't do me any good. I don't say hello to a stranger. I don't look down and pick up the $100 bill off the street because I don't have time to look down. It's a very chaotic way to live your life and your body and your mind respond in in such a manner. And that's how you show up all the time. If you have a very stressful job and you have no practice of winding down, of being still, of practicing patience, I guarantee you walk into your house and meet your children or meet your spouse or whoever it is with a bad attitude. Let me tell you what gives me a bad attitude, what what makes me show up in a way that I'm not proud of. And that's when I have a headache. When I have a headache, I can't function. 
I'm short. I'm irritable. And the unfortunate part is they come around my menstrual cycle, which ladies, you know, that just quadruples how bad things feel and get, right? You're emotional. Your estrogen's tanked. Your progesterone's tanked. Like everything, like why, right? But if you take a step back, you realize, hold on a minute. (laughs) This is so small. Often it's hard to find the pause, but there's so much power in the pause. So don't sacrifice quality for speed in whatever it is that you're going after. I want you to be a high performer, an amazing achiever in whatever it is that you desire. Be relentless in what you're pursuing, but find so much power in the pause, power in taking your time stroke by stroke with the first coat giving it time to settle, and then applying the second coat. Because you can be successful in one area of your life and a failure in in another area. And failure is, by definition, just not doing as well as you wish you were doing, right? True failure, I believe, is giving up. But you can be successful in your career and a failure in matters of the heart. You can be a smart person in life and clueless in love. We're all human with hungry hearts and we all make mistakes, but to be smart and successful in areas in our life that maybe we feel like we're lacking, we have to learn what we used to do and then do something different. 90% of the time you're trying to find a solution to your problem, but in that 10% that you just stop trying to find a solution, it comes to you. It seems counterintuitive. But I can't make this shit up. I'm living and breathing it. Everything in my life. Between the man in my life, the schooling in my life, where I live, my home, everything. I stopped trying to control it. It didn't mean I didn't care. I worked towards things. I just didn't obsess, right? So I want to leave you with three things. Look at the speed at which your life is moving right now. How do you feel about it? Look at the level of patience you have for things and how you act while you're waiting. And reflect on the deadlines and the finish lines and the goals that you've set for yourself. And think about those people that are pushing you to go a little bit quicker. How are you handling that pressure? Are you trying to paint the second coat first? I love you all so much. Remember, most of the best things to happen in your life will not be on your schedule. Let it go. I'm here for you. I love you. You're amazing. Find power in the pause. Be kind. Give back. Share this episode with somebody who's just moving way too quick. Who's just trying to figure it all out. Because let me tell you, honey. You have nothing but this very moment. I love you so much. Be kind, give back, drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.